Everybody, welcome back to Six Pod, your weekly Toronto sports podcast with Jacob and Simon. Um, so fresh, fresh off a win, the Toronto Maple Leafs have uh, not even 15 minutes ago beaten the Montreal Canadiens in Game Three, taking a 2-1 lead with a 2-1 win over the Canadiens today. Um, it is Monday, the 24th. Um, happy long weekend to all the Canadians out there. Um, Simon, I know you want to get right into the Leafs action. So tell us just a recap. What's going on with this series? What have people missed if they haven't been watching? What's going well? What's something we need to work on? Give it to me right yeah. here. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh I'm super fired up right now. Um yeah, so I guess let's kind of work backwards with just the game that we watched. We'll we'll do a little bit of a reactionary um an analysis of the game and then We'll just talk about the series at large and um for everyone, just yeah analyze for that. everyone so, yeah. at home um simon is is still rocking the Tavares jersey right now um i don't know if he's taken it off since nope. last monday no nope. i'm gonna go with no no nope. sorry thursday thursday so anyway simon uh yeah so as you mentioned jacob leafs take a, a 2-1 uh lead um in a 2-1 game in montreal which was great and uh, I was a little bit worried going into this game. Obviously, Tavares is is out, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But literally, like at like seven oh one, Leafs PR fire Leafs PR fires a tweet out uh, saying Nick Foligno lower body lower body injury is unable to go tonight, and like that's a tough text to to get for for many reasons. Right, the first is Foligno's incredibly strong defensively, and the Leafs just don't have a ton of center um options and with Tavares already out um I was a little bit worried but yeah I think like this is a huge character win I this wasn't great it wasn't like the Leafs didn't exert the level of dominance that we saw last night um but there were a lot of good things that I think we need to take out of this game and I'm struggling to find bad things um you can, I can say think of that a couple the, things I want to see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, but in just terms of like, like I wasn't like losing my mind over like awful plays or, or anything along those lines. Like I, yeah, I, I liked yeah. a lot of the things that we saw and like some, some, some key people and, and Jacob, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Like some key individuals really stepped up for me in this game. Uh, more specifically Kerfoot. Oh my goodness, man. He, he was fantastic yeah, he tonight. He had a lot like, of energy, which was like, really Oh my goodness. And just all and like 200 foot plays, man. Like he was just great offensively. He was great defensively. He was in, as you mentioned, like, I think he was just really engaged this entire game, which was great to see. Um, Simmons was fantastic. And there's been moments throughout this series, Jacob, where I've, kind of had moments of like reconciliation where I'm like, okay, this is why we traded for Simmons because like his game and his style of game is just so perfect. Did we sign him? Was he not a signing? He was a signing. Sorry. That's what I said, right? No, you said trade, but that's okay. Sorry, my apologies. My, when we no, acquired okay. him. It's um, okay. I'm the Leafs guy. So I don't expect you to know that. Um, but his game is just so uh, perfect for, for, for playoff hockey. Uh, Campbell was fantastic, especially in the third period. He made a ton of 10 bell saves. Um, outperformed yeah, no. price tonight. Outperformed price tonight for sure. 
And Price Price was Price played well. fantastic. Like phenomenal. I I'm gonna be honest, like if if Price wasn't making those saves, save? oh my goodness. And that just was like, a gimme. <laughs> oh and just like just unreal. Um and if Price wasn't so fantastic, like I don't think this game ends too on personally. Like like Price definitely kept a lot of the uh kept kept the Canadians in it. Um, no, but this is this is a huge, like huge game. Um, but they're right back at it tomorrow night. Um and, and it's it's been it's been kind of a, a weird series. And like the reason why I'm saying that this is such an important game tonight was because obviously in the first game, um less than like 10 minutes into the first period, John Tavares goes down um, in one of the most kind of gruesome injuries that like I've seen uh, in recent history. I, I, I struggle with finding like similar ones to like that severity, just in terms of like the speed of the play, um, th- the, the point of injury. I think like, yeah, I was, I was actually talking about this uh, with someone else. And I think, yeah, in terms of scariness, this is probably in recent history, one of the more yeah. scary yeah. moments. Yeah. The only one I can think of is like similar is almost 10 years ago now, I think. Um, Max Pacioretty, do you remember when yeah, he uh, the Chara was flying yeah, through the yeah, boards? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. That, that's the only other one I can think of at this point in terms of hockey. There's been, so. there's been bad ones. Like I remember one, I wasn't a huge hockey fan, but I've seen replays of like when George Peros went head, head uh, when his head hit the ice after a fight. Yeah, there's just been these really bad ones. Um. And yeah, that, that, that was, that was crazy on so many levels. I, I mean, I, you and I were texting throughout, throughout the game. I actually didn't watch uh, the rest of that first game. You were actually providing me updates through it just because um, it was, I was just so emotionally exhausted um, and like seeing him get stretchered off to, off the ice really just put things in perspective. Like, and to me, I was just like, how can I, get engaged in this game right now where like i don't know the status and there there was a I moment so just go ahead no 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 go 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 i was just gonna say i think also like that fight right after it made and i know like felino talked like you heard the quote like he he talked to perry and he's like we got to do this we know it wasn't intentional but it's still the fight just felt um it Barbaric. felt wrong like i just it just didn't seem like something yeah. that needed to happen yeah. at that moment yeah yeah. Um, and again, I get it. I get that's part of the code. Your captain gets injured. Like I think Perry even knew he's like, whatever, I'll deal with this now. So it was just yeah. hard to watch. And I think that made like the injury just kind of like feel yeah, larger and stuff like that. So, and like, I get Sportsnet has to do a job. They have to show the hit, but do you really need to show it 45 times? Like I honestly, Jacob, like I, you, I stopped watching. I was like, man, like, I just don't feel good right now. Um, and so that was a very, um, that was, that was scary, uh, for a lot of different reasons for fans and, and just even just being on the ice. And, um, thankfully, cause I, I do want to move on from this Tavares injury. Thankfully he's okay. Um, MRI and, or relatively speaking, um, compared to what, it, what, what could have happened. Um, according to Kyle Dubas, all of the CT and MRI scans came back clear. Um, Further to that, there is no structural damage to the head, neck, and spine. Um, which which was, is great. I, I think everyone thought it was like a back, neck kind of injury at first. Right? I, just I honestly, Jacob, I was like, if this, snapped? I, if yeah. 100%, I thought, like, I didn't know if this guy was going to walk again. Seriously, just the way he like fell back and just the hit, yeah. the fact that he's just walking out of that with 
just a concussion, which is crazy to say of in itself because the concussion is still a head injury. It's very serious. But as you mentioned, and a knee just injury. how and, and a knee injury, yes, uh, sprained MCL similar to Hyman. Um, but he is okay. Um, mm-hmm. He released a statement. Um, apparently, he's been active in the Leafs group chats, which have been great. Um, it's, it's awesome to see. Um, and what do you think and, that looks like? What do you think that text looks like? Cause I know, I know we like to, uh, um, you know, I don't know, man. Like, and like the other thing is too, is like, is it him or is it, is it Aaron, his <laughs> wife? Because like, when you have a concussion, you can't look at her screen. Right. So like, sure. even though though, I think it's like, Aaron, please, um, say Leafs comma. Wow. <laughs> period. That was a great effort in that hockey game. Period. I was, I was watching that period, period. And as I was enjoying my kale smoothie, comma, I just really appreciated the effort you were putting in that hockey game, period. Wow. Great work, comma, team. <laughs> I think that's even less than that. I think it's, hello, I'm well, carry on. I think that's about it. I don't know. Do you think he knows what emojis are? I don't think no, he does. I, I don't think he does. I don't even <laughs> I don't, know like, if he has he, like he a... Looked, yeah, so smart say, phone. Had it a, might be just be a flip phone. Yeah, or a BlackBerry. <laughs> um, but no, and like obviously that 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 game was uh, was very emotional, and the Leafs looked just drained um, yeah. totally. So, but we moving on to that game. So it was the Canadians won. Um, Canadians win game one, two one. And the Leafs come back mm-hmm. in in game two, uh, just dominant all around. Um, the Canadians kind of sewered themselves with just the dumb penalties they were taking. Um, was that, was that dumb penalties? But I, I don't know. I got, I'm just, this is just speculation, a little bit of investigation, but do you think some of those penalties shouldn't have been called? Because I know a lot of the Canadians players felt that way. Yeah. And so there was, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of discourse between like Habs and and Leafs fans and just the analyze. And I, I look back at the, the highlights because I do every game. I, they win or lose whatever. And then the next morning I'll, I'll take a look and I'll review stuff. And um, yeah, I like, I just, it's, you gotta be smart with it. Um, Were there a couple of, were there a couple of missed calls on both sides? hundred percent. I do think there is, I think there's a point to be said about consistency and I don't think there has been. Um, and for that reason, I can, I can understand where the, the Canadians are upset. And I've been upset in moments of, of that as well, in just terms of like, okay, well, that was called last game or last period or, or literally just now. Why is that not a period when the Leafs, when it happens to the Leafs, right? And so there were a couple of things where like the Canadians got penalized, but we were also engaging in that or we also did a, a similar play. I, I think back to the Hyman um Hyman hit on uh Kotke and Emmy and yeah I just his think name? what's the name Kotkiemi how do you say it? I love that name Kotkiemi I just yeah, love Kotkiemi. hearing it yeah I think I pronounce it incorrectly personally but um I think you do too I think I probably do too but yeah I like it's hearing caught, you say it. this is KO it's caught Kotkiemi I think I don't know we'll figure it out um but yeah no I think I think consistency is the issue and welcome to playoffs. Like things are going to get called. Sometimes things are not going to get called game management is a thing. Um, but regardless, five, two Leafs, um, or five, one, five, 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 one, five, one with the empty netter. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so great. And so that was a, that was a huge win. Um, it showed just the dominance of this team and like what it can be. And I, and again, we're now to tonight's game, uh, game two, uh, or sorry, game three, uh, May 24th. And that's why it was such a huge game. It's because, okay, game, game one, we lost, but it was a very, very emotional game. Um, we never really got back into it, um, after the Tavares injury. And so it was huge, right? We're on the road. We're down full, you like I was not feeling good going into this game. And then the literally like one minute in Galchenyuk takes a four minute high sticking penalty. Like, I think Galchenyuk was potentially intoxicated tonight. Like he was just all over the ice. Like he was like, just not good tonight. Like, like offsides, like just missing one timers. Like, I think he was just a little bit out of it, but that's fine. We all need to get through the pandemic somehow. Uh, hope, oh, he's doing okay. Um, but listen, Leafs take a two-one lead, right? On the series, that's, that's, a, that's huge. That, that's Four a huge, huge. That's a huge because now we've got a back-to-back coming up tomorrow. And so, Jacob, I have a question for you. Okay. And I think you're not going to be correct in your answer, but that's okay. I like. Your oh, so this is this is like a right and wrong kind of thing. No, 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 no. But like, I th- sorry. Let me. Be, let, there's no. There's you no right. Gonna, you think we're going to disagree? Happen. Yeah, I think so. I think maybe your opinion is going to be, oh, let's be a little bit more blunt here, Jacob. I don't know if I'm going to agree with your opinion. So we got a back-to-back. Um, are you starting Campbell or Anderson tomorrow? That's such a dumb question. Who are you starting? Campbell. Okay. I, I assumed that because you're like, very, very just okay. go right, okay. right to this the shiny is... thing. Okay. Hey, hey. What do you mean the shiny thing? It will just Campbell's it's, it's in the, four goals in three games. Answer. Okay. Hey, up. Hold up. Okay. Just because you knew I it's just that little comment that I made, eh? About just... your opinion. Um, first no, of all, okay. Freddie's not, in my opinion, Freddie doesn't start until Campbell shows that he's incapable of starting. And I know back to back, whatever. This is the playoffs, Simon. Load management resting that goes out that goes out the window okay if your players are playing their best as campbell is right now again had better numbers tonight than carrie price had better numbers last time than carrie price okay if th- if this is the case there is no world where i'm telling you frederick anderson should be starting a net after losing two games in the ahl being injured for a month and a half and having a terrible start to the season why would we put him in in a very crucial playoff game? And this is a very crucial playoff game, Simon, because you win this game, you up 3-1. That's a com- that's a very comfortable lead. That's a spot you want to be in. And you're coming back home. Yeah, and 3-1. you're coming back home. But in the same, exactly. but in the no, same breath, though, no, Jacob. There's no same breath. That's the end of the breath. I finished <laughs> breathing, okay? That's it. Um, what happens, though, if we play Campbell tomorrow and the Leafs just don't show up? Right. And th- it's serious. Oh, so you want to hang this on someone if like you want an excuse. You want a little I don't want an excuse, but free. I just think that like, do you not think this is a good moment to get some rest for our starter so that when we do come back home, like like now that be like listen, if we lost tonight's game, Campbell, see you tomorrow. See you, see you tomorrow night, buddy. Like you're there. Right. But like if we lose tomorrow night, it's tied to two, going back to Toronto with a little bit of a break. So I, I, I 
I'm on your side in terms of like what I think is going to happen. I do think Campbell's going to play tomorrow. You think Anderson should start in a playoff no, game? No, 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 no. I said no. I just said I think Campbell's going to play tomorrow. You said but, you think he's going to play. You're not telling me what you think should happen. I think I think there is some validity to potentially putting Anderson in. At the same breath, it's tough to ride one goalie your entire playoff, like entire playoff run, and like for all intents and purposes, Leafs are trying to make a deep playoff run. I do think Jacob, you are correct. I do think Anderson is not seeing the net tomorrow night, but. Good. I, it, it's a tough position to be in if we, if we put Campbell in and he plays. So, so, no, you, so you just ride your horse until you can't anymore. You is that your, your mentality? Like, this is the playoffs. This is the playoffs. This is when okay. you ride the okay. guys. What did you before? notice, Jacob, tonight? And just, I guess, maybe just in, in these past three games, like these are like you've been engaged. Right, these put these yeah. past three games, and you've been you've been providing some analysis. Like, what are your thoughts on what you've been seeing? Yeah, so I'll just I'll quickly go through each game. So, game one again, like it was hard to watch um, the rest of that game. Being excited because you go into that game super excited, at least from the playoffs. Canadians big matchup, um, and then watching that is just kind of demoralizing to watch. And then seeing them not really pick it up after it was hard to watch as well. Uh, and I guess I, I kind of take away the same things you take away: emotional game. Um, yeah. And then game two, I think that's exactly what they had to do. They had to come out and score. They had to get some of their big guys going. So someone like Nylander, um, scoring again, someone like Matthews finally getting going. And then, like you said, um, even Kerfoot this game, um, but in the previous game, score that empty netter, the energy was getting good there and, and even Spezza scoring. So I think to get like just distributing the wealth a little bit there and getting everyone going was huge. Something I noticed, again, I thought Campbell played great. Uh, one goal. And then today, again, I think Campbell was great. I think, I also think, and this is maybe a bit of a hot take, Simon. Um, but I think today I need to see a little more from not only our power play, but like our first line in general. Um, we had two goals today. And Marner, Marner did have a really nice assist on that Riley goal. But, man, like I'm not seeing a whole lot of Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner type play right now. And, and I think we need that if we want to successfully keep riding through these playoffs in a good fashion. So I'm happy with a win, but I think your star players got to shine a little bit more. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I, I did not like Marner's play tonight. I know that. Um, but let's 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 look at your buddy. Let's look at Austin. Do you think he had a great game? I don't think he he had enough. He had a fantastic game tonight. Um, but like he's thrown the body, which I appreciate. And like, like he's, he's getting like, physical. He was, just, he was just defensively engaged, and like Marner wasn't. Like there was just Marner's Marner was just two hundred foot of just, just, just awful play tonight. He was just lost. Um, and it was incredibly noticeable on the power play. Um, he did have a nice assist though. Again, that was a nice pass. Yeah. It's okay. All right. We're going to credit that and great. Um, but I do think like in the same breath, I, I, I do agree with you, but it's also, 
it's kind of cool that we 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 sweet we uh, squeezed out a win here without those those going and those gunning, right? What are your like? I I thought no, Marner, is, I think Matthew's that. best game was yesterday or last right not yesterday last yeah. game. Yeah, agreed. I just think, yeah, like it's great to have supporting guys like like Spezza, like Kerfoot, like um, I don't know, even someone like like Simmons, right, starting to pick it up a bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, Simon, the playoffs doesn't really you don't go far in these playoffs if your star players aren't at the level um, they're supposed to be at. So it's great. It's great to have depth and it's great to have that depth showcased like it was today. But I also think it's it's even better when your stars are performing and your depth players are still fulfilling their role. So, yeah, no, yeah. I need. um I just can't get over like you we're going to end this recording and I'm going to edit it and we'll get it. We'll get it up. And I'm just going to rewatch Kerfoot's shifts tonight. Like he was just, he was just so good. Jacob. Um, yeah, we live, we live to, to, to see another day and it's a, a two win, uh, two wins in a, in a row here, which is, which is critical. And man, like that would be just fantastic if we can just squeeze out, um, a, a, a win tomorrow night and then just come back home 100%. Um, huge time for a little uh, little Leafs playoff segment, what I like to call text or fake. Okay, so what this is, a little new segment, we're gonna play a game and I'm gonna read you something that's either a text Simon sent me during the game or it's something I made up. Okay. And Simon, I'm going to read three quotes. Okay. And I want you to try and remember which ones were real, which one is fake. I'm going to give you three. It's pretty much like two truths and a lie. Okay. So are there, are there two real quotes? Yeah. There's two real quotes and then one fake one I'm throwing in. And I want you to okay. tell me which ones, if you can remember, are the real ones. Man, and I, which I'm ones... an emotional texter. So, like, I, I, this is going to oh, be you tough. Just, I, yeah. I just fire them off. But okay. Let's try it here. First one. So a little bit of context. Simon's upset with Mitch Marner. Doesn't feel like he's performing very well. <laughs> Says, I think Mitch is still on his 45-minute pregame affirmation call with Paul Marner, where he <laughs> says to himself, Mitchell, you're as good as Austin repeatedly into a mirror. And on the phone with Paul. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Jack Campbell may be the most beautiful man I've ever seen. I think I feel things for him. That's number two. Okay. Number three, Austin Matthews is sweaty and angry, and it makes me feel something deep down. I think I'll speak to my therapist about this. Okay. Which two of those are actual texts I received from Simon during the Leaf game today, and which one is made up? You want me to answer, right? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I remember the Austin one because that was near the end of uh, near the end of the second period when he got into that scrum behind the net. So I know mm -hmm. that one's real, right? Mm-hmm. Is it the Campbell one that's fake? 
It is the Campbell one that's fake. You yeah. did say something about Campbell. I think I did. But yeah, it was yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It was different. So the Marner okay. one and the Matthews one this week okay. are uh, are the two truths. I, I like, and if being completely transparent, like I was actually having a little bit of a tough time <laughs> with that. Like that's, that's kind of surprising and a little bit of alarming that like hearing you, hearing you read those out loud is like, okay, sign what's going on here. But listen, it's, I just playoffs. It's playoffs, baby. No, that's funny. Oh, I just thought oh I'd surprise God. Simon with those just to see if he remembers. Yeah. Cause no, you didn't tell me that we were going to do that, but that's fun. Um, and other, Jacob, can we move on from the Leafs? I think of course we like, can. It, it, it's ha- we're happy in Leafs happy. right now. So let's um, let's go around the league, Simon. and tell yeah. me what's uh, so, what's going on in the other series. Yeah, so we got to talk about we got to talk about the Oilers and Jets. Um, okay. um, the torch for blowing a four-one lead in the playoffs has been passed down from Leaf fans to Oilers fans, and and last night. Jacob, the, the the Oilers came out just just hungry, okay. And at this point, last night, they were lo- they were down two two games, Oilers, okay. So Jets were up in this series two nothing. And Jacob, if you can get out, and they were uh, Oilers were away, so they, it was in Winnipeg. Jacob, if you can get a win, that's like two one. That's like that's a series right there, right? Like, like that's a manageable hill to climb, but three nothing is a chokehold basically, right? 100%. So, Oilers, man, came out just absolutely flying yesterday. Just unreal play. Drysaddle and McDavid. Drysaddle had two goals. McDavid, I think, assisted on all of Drysaddle's goals. Um, and it was like 4-1 beginning of, beginning of the third. Okay? Okay. And yeah. Archibald, Josh Archibald, who has actually been suspended for one game, because of this hit takes just the dumbest penalty that I've ever seen in my life. Like it's just completely unnecessary. Like you clipping, you clipped a guy, Logan Stanley, who's like seven foot, but still they just completely unnecessary. It was dangerous. You got suspended for a game, but anyways, he takes a penalty and, and Josh Archibald who plays for the Oilers, um, who is up for one. Okay. So the, at this point you're supposed to shut it down if you're the Oilers. However, Give a little life. And uh, the three-goal lead, Jacob, was disappeared in three minutes. Okay? Just mm. just like that. Just Some flashbacks, just right, for Leafs fans there? Oh, my goodness. I was like, <laughs> this feels – I understand why it's funny now. Because I was watching him like, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then, in, in, in the first overtime, um, Ehlers – just finishes it. And Ehlers also had a, had a two goal uh, game night there too. So Oilers, um, the, the game is currently going on right now because they are part of the back-to-back tonight too. And they're down three games to none. They're not coming back from that. Right, Jacob? Yeah. And Simon, let's, let's go back to last week's episode. I don't know if it was you. Oh, wait, it wasn't you. It was me that said Winnipeg was taking this series if all their players are playing. So, um, yeah, I don't know why the Leafs, like, I seriously, I don't know why the Leafs are preparing for Edmonton. Like, I think, I, I think it's been quite clear that Winnipeg, when playing well, is by far the best team between those two. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough scene in Edmonton right now. And like, you're playing a back-to-back game with Mike Smith, 
who is 39 years old, who should not be the starting goalie, but is because um, Koskinen can't play. Um, it's it's tough. And like as we're recording this at 10:40 p.m., uh, the Jets are are up against the Oilers uh, two to one, uh, which is it's man. If the Oilers get swept, that is that is tough. That is a tough tough thing to do. Maybe uh, McDavid gets dished here in the offseason. Uh, man, so Jacob, it's funny you bring that up because. <laughs> Two years ago in 2019, which is super weird to think about, especially with this past year, time's a construct. <laughs> but two years ago, McDavid and his agent was approached by Ken Holland um, and said, listen, because McDavid was frustrated in 2019. And and Holland, the GM of, Oiler, of the Oilers, was like, here, here's our plan. Here's how we're going to be competitive in two years to appease McDavid. Well, Jacob, it's two years. It's two years, and Are so competitive. I, it, and and like if I'm McDavid, and if I'm if I I'm not happy right now, right? Like imagine being an Edmonton fan though. Seriously, like having a generational two one of man, the like Drysaddle and McDavid, yeah, even and you can't surround you can't surround them with with great talent, and then on the deadline, they're gonna lose them. They're gonna then, lose them. Yeah, and then on the deadline, he goes. Yeah, well, we just need to pick and choose which years we go all in for. There's a there is a guaranteed Canadian team in the top four this year because of this North Bubble. You're not going all in. You're not going all in. And so, yeah, you meant you you two years, and it if it the score stays like this, or even if it doesn't, I'm I'm fairly confident that the Oilers are not coming back on a 3-0, um, 3-0 series chokehold. It's it's tough, man. Like I don't, I like, yeah. You put it perfectly. Like being a fan for Edmonton right now is that's that's tough because you got Drysaddle, you got McDavid, you got some great pieces, but like you watched his uh, you watched his like post game last night on his on his media avail and like I get it. Like if I'm McDavid, like you're just gonna get like question after question, which is just like daggers. But like you just gotta feel for the guy because like the best player in the world and it's not close either yeah like, like he, he's he, like i said a generational talent yeah, on simon and, yeah and this is like this is I'm, I'm like i'm dead serious this is like when having lebron james in your team or michael jordan on your team yeah, yeah. and just absolutely doing nothing with it it's no. like it's like the angels the los angeles angels simon just a poverty franchise lucking into having this amazing talent generational talent and being able to do absolutely nothing with it is is a is just a it's just terrible it's terrible and i love how the oilers went and signed tyson berry like that was going to do something for this team i find that hilarious but anyways aside from this series simon what else do we have going on across the playoffs who else is out who else is still playing what series are we watching yeah, so uh, Avs just just sweep uh, Blues, and I struggle because I, I am I'm I'm watching these games and I am, um, and I'm like, 
are the Avs just really, really good or are the Blues just really, really bad? And I, I do think there's a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, McKinnon, uh, Landon Skog um, was just phenomenal that entire series. And just, man, just, I find that like a good sign of a good team or a sign of, sorry, that didn't make sense. A sign of a good team uh, is when a team just, just does not take their foot off the pedal. And man, they were just relentless. Just like Bennington was just swimming out there. Um, but speaking of the avalanche, Jacob, because they're in a little bit, a little bit of a predicament right now with with this Nazem Kadri situation, and and us Leafs fans know oh too well about the temper of Nazem Kadri. And two games ago, Kadri was suspended for eight games against um, against St. Louis uh, because of a, a hit to the head uh, on Justin. Oh, it's Falk. eight games. I thought it was five. Eight games. Oh, oh boy. So that's potentially two series. Yeah. Like he won't be back to yeah. the cup if they make it that far. Well, it's been it's been a game. Yeah, you're right. It could be a series. Now that being said, the next, like the second round, if all things go as planned, is gonna be Avs and Knights, which is just give it to me. I'm fired. I'm so fired up for that. What's the night series at? Uh, I think it's three one. Similar to okay. so they'll they'll be they'll be packing it up tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. I don't think Knights are like yeah Minnesota like and I, I I like Minnesota in in terms of like part of their like team like I think they're going to be a, a team soon. Um, I just want Knights and Knights and uh, Avalanche. I don't know. That's just like a hockey fan in me. But he's he's appealing it, Sherm. He's I don't know. Appealing if, it. I don't know if he's going to win that because then you have an in person hearing. No, so he already had one. But yeah, the didn't appealing he have an process, hearing. he did, he did. And it was the eight person. And so now the appealing process, according to the CBA, is um, going to Batman and and pleading his case to Batman. And then if Bet- and if he doesn't like Batman's um, determination, then he can go to a neutral uh, arbitrator. I mean, I get that he's going to appeal it because you want to play in the playoffs and your team needs you. He's what he's what their third line center. Yeah, and then like yeah, so that, that's on, a pretty important first, role. And then first power play. Yeah, so that's that's a pretty big role, right? And I get that. I get that he wants to play, but man, Kadri is like I I loved him on the Leafs because he was on the Leafs, but I can totally understand how his actions can be perceived as dirty. You know? He just doesn't learn, man. And like no, I I I resonate with like what you just said, like I lo- liked him on the Leafs too, but he just doesn't learn. And yeah, he's got to control his temper. He, he's got, this learn is exactly some... why we traded him, right? This is exactly why do his had trade him. We just didn't trust him in the playoffs because of his temper and because of his just ability to make really dumb, dumb decisions uh, in critical points of a series. And then it just changes the momentum. It changes the emotional, um, that being said, I don't think it disrupted the Avalanche and Blues series because yeah. just the teams were so um, different different in terms of ability. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, Avs are just kind of waiting uh, for for the for the Avalanche to, or sorry, the Avs are just waiting for the the Knights to the move on. Bruins move on. They win their series four to one uh, against Washington, um, which is which is 
kind of expected to. It was really weird seeing Chara um, handshake the Bruins Play against the Bruins. Yeah, and yeah, I was just it was just a weird thing, and it'll be it'll be cool kind of see to see what happens next year because is Char going like to be back somewhere? He's like 42, 43. Is he yeah, like, he's in the, he's he's up there. the yeah, he's low 40s. He may be back. I don't know. Uh, Islanders pens are um, tied to two, but I think it just ended. Give me one second. I think, I think the, I, 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 I sorry, that was a lot of nothing, but, I think the Bruins, regardless of who wins this series, are are pretty much walking through to that yeah. semifinal yeah. matchup. Yeah, like as good as the Penguins uh, can be and the Islanders can be, I think it's, I think it's the Bruins yeah. to lose, for sure. And, and uh, then Battle of Florida. So Florida it was Islanders. There. Islanders just won. So Islanders lead the series three two, which three, is two, which is kind of cool. Cool, cool. Um, and then Florida and Tampa. Uh, Tampa leads the series three to one. Um. But currently, uh, Florida is winning right now. So could that become a series? Who knows? I don't know. But that would be kind of fun. I'd love to see that series go to game seven. That would just amazing Florida energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the state of the NHL playoffs. I've been thoroughly enjoying the, the playoffs, um, the series, the stories. It's been really great hockey. And hopefully there's more for it. And hopefully... Um, the Leafs fan in me can can enjoy um, the Leafs. Hopefully, making a little bit of a, a little bit of a run. Like I watched the Oilers and uh, Jets game, and it's like, yeah, we 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 should we should move on. You know what I mean? So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Jip, should we move on to uh, a pressing issue? If you're if you're a Jays fan, yeah. Um... Yeah, let's just okay. Before we really go into it, I'm just gonna kind of give you a couple numbers here. Six game losing streak, Simon. Um, they were 23 and 17. They are now 23 and 23. Um, and I get they've had to play really good teams the past two series. Like the Red Sox and the Rays are both the top two teams in the AL East, which is the most competitive division in baseball right now. So, like, take that with a grain of salt, but they were winning so many of these games and they were in so many of these games, Simon. And you know what these, at the end of the day, it comes down to because yeah, one or two times. Okay. Blame the bullpen. No, at the end of the day, if this happens repeatedly, it's a mismanagement of the bullpen. Okay. Charlie Montoya. And I've, I've honestly tried so hard I've tried so hard to like this guy because I think he's a nice guy and he's a good guy, but he is not a major league manager and he is not the manager that is taking the blue Jays to the playoffs, let alone the world series. I don't know if anyone watched today, but just another terrible moment at the beginning of the game today. First inning, Trent Thornton opener. He's an opener. Okay. Let's, let's go back a little further. Ross Stripling was supposed to start. And they said, no, Trent Thorne's going to open today. Okay. But they had said Ross Stripling had figured something out in the bullpen recently. And he was looking great after his last start. Okay. They said, Ross Stripling figured something out. He's looking great. And then they said, "Mm, let's open with Trent Thornton. 
what is this? Why are we doing this? Why? Okay, back to Trent Thornton starting first inning. Trent Thornton gets squeezed, like terribly squeezed. He nails, he nails the block, okay? Two pitches. First time, 3-2 pit, like 3-2 count. Right at the knees, Simon. Ump gives him a ball. Even, even the batter is getting ready to throw his stuff back, okay? Okay, right? Don't really hear much from the bench. It's like, okay, that's a tough call. Exact same thing happens next at bat that walks in a run, okay? Exact same thing happens, walks in a run. It's on the block, quite clearly a strike, okay? No, ball. And, and this is Charlie Montoya. This is Charlie Montoya in the dugout. Complete silence. Literally almost looks happy. Almost looks like his disposition is happy, content. Like, you, you see Pete Walker absolutely giving it, standing up for his player, standing up for his pitcher. He's just giving it to the ump, okay? Walker gets tossed, and Montoya's standing there like he hasn't ever witnessed an ejection. Like, he's just like, I don't know what's going on. What is he doing? Like, why are you making your pitching coach stand up for your team? You're the manager, man. Get in his face. Let him know he's got to do better. Let him know he's got to do better. And as the game goes on, the Jays get back into it. Stripling dices, okay? Like, he takes the Jays through most of this game. He's doing well. The Jays get all the way back. Vladdy just, man, let me touch on two things quickly. Vladdy, Simeon, Hernandez are absolute monsters at the plate right now monsters okay our offense is not an issue like we're in regardless if we're down we're down five nothing we're in every game okay you want to say something okay we're in yeah. every game i'm 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 enjoying this okay we're I'm, in I'm every fired game up. with our offense what it comes down to is figuring out the bullpen and i know we've had injuries we've talked about this on the show before we've had a lot of injuries but the way he's executing this bullpen has just seemed terrible like right now our best our best bullpen arm is is jordan romano jordan romano throws like 12 pitches okay and you know what you know what montoya says he had a great inning let's take him out it's a close game do you not want your best pitcher in especially if he's only thrown 12 pitches and i i get that you want to rest guys and you know Get them, get them going. But it's, we're on a five-game losing streak against a top division rival. And you want to just say, yeah, let's throw the next guy out there. Next guy, of course, gives up two runs. Of course, right? Of course. And then I don't really want to talk about the rest of the game because, again, the, the offense keeps us in it. Another home run from Simeon ties it up. And then we have a seven-run inning in the top of the 11th. Seven runs. Seven runs. That's that's that just can't happen. Like, why are you leaving guys in to a point where they're walking people and then and then there's just a base clearing triple, double, whatever, and then he just walks to another guy. We bring another guy, he just gets slapped around. Like, why are you bringing in these guys? First of all, if a they just don't have it that day, why are you keeping them in there for more than three hitters? And then why are we putting the same guys out who got lit up last time? Like if, if you can read that these guys got lit up last time they played the Rays, why are they going back out against the Rays in the 11th inning? And why are they staying in there longer than three hitters? I can't, I can't understand it. Like, it's like, I just don't know what his thought process is a lot of the time, because I think it's, I think it's one of two things. I think it's either he doesn't know 
what to do. So he relies completely on either the bench coach, the pitching coach, the hitting coach for advice all the time. And none of his decisions are his own, or he's just like someone who, who really just doesn't know what the right play is. And I, I know that I'm an at home podcasting, whatever, but I do feel like I can talk a little bit about baseball. And I feel like from what a lot of Jays fans are also feeling Montoya makes terrible decisions. He doesn't know how to run the bullpen. He doesn't really know how to pick up his team. Why is this the guy we're just letting run a super talented lineup? I don't get it. I don't get it, Simon. So I'm sorry for that tangent. That was a bit of a no, rant. No, please. I uh, I don't know if it was the first episode that we did, Jacob, or the second. It was just after um, the Jays had that that pitiful series against uh the ray uh yeah the rays last year in that in that postseason series um and there were just questionable decisions and i asked you i'm like hey is this our guy is this is this this manager and you 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 talked about how he has the room and how he has the support of the players and i, I do think all of that is true but i do think now like do you think Montoya Montoya is that is it an uh at the end Montoya 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 Montoyo. oh 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 Montoya. oh Montoya's decision making is costing them games at this point I 100% think it's costing them games at this point really I, I think I 100% do like a lot of these games are coming down to who's coming out of the bullpen Okay, a lot of these games are. And it just feels like he's mismanaging these big moments. Like we went to extra innings multiple times with the Rays. We blew a lead to the Red Sox. If we want to be the best, we got to hang with the best. Okay. And the Rays and the Red Sox are the two best teams in the East right now. So if we so, want any shot at the playoffs, we got to contend with these guys throughout the year. And if we're getting slapped around in the in the extra innings we're getting slapped around in the ninth inning like this is if it's a trend in a pattern simon it's more than just players messing up okay does that make sense is that fair of me to say if it's becoming yeah. a trend yeah no so jacob what do you think the plan of action here now is obviously this 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 losing streak is going to end but if we're looking long term, and what you said, if you if we want to hang with the best, we gotta we gotta act like the best. And I I think Atkins and Shapiro and the and company in the Jays front office is aggressive, and they want to be the best, and they want to compete with the best. So, do you think? I I don't know, and maybe this shows kind of where my lack of. Um, experience with baseball I, I don't like how how common is a mid-season manager change in in the MLB or is it usually done in the offseason are there any candidates available that would be a better option for Montoya like is is it is it a manager change like what like what where, where, where do we go I guess is my question now yeah so I actually have I feel like a, a fairly fair and easy plan. I think you make Pete Walker, the current pitching coach, the manager. Because he's been around his, for a while. He's eh? been around for a while, right? Pitchers love him. He knows how to he knows how to work. He knows how to work the Jays. Okay. He knows how to make players better. 
and yeah, he might need some help when it comes to like lineups, um, getting, getting in that kind of groove. But I think overall, this guy knows the team. The players know him. The pitchers love him. He knows how to manage the bullpen. He knows how to manage starting pitchers. I think you make him the manager and whatever you want to fire Montoya, fire Montoya. As long as he's not the manager, I think he'd be a great bench coach. Okay. Cause like I said, we've talked about this players love him. He's a really nice guy. Uh, good personality. Make him the bench coach, help him pick guys up, help him just, you know, be a good presence in that locker room, but don't make him the final decision maker. Don't make him like, don't make him your most because the manager is your most important non-player asset when it comes to a game, right? Like your For manager, sure. Look at the World Series last year. Kevin Cash decided to pull Blake Snell. We don't know what would have happened if he didn't. So the manager's decisions, regardless of what you think, Simon, I'm not saying you, just in general, like a, a general you, regardless of what you think, Listeners. the manager's decisions highly impact every game, especially when it comes to the bullpen. So I think you make Pete Walker the manager. I think you find either a new role for Montoya or you say, just get out. One of the two, don't really care as long as he's not the guy with the reins. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I, well, I have no I, contempt for Montoya. I just think we have talent right now. And even like a guy like Simeon, he's only here for one year and he's, he's showing out right now. Man, we got to utilize I, this. I hope, like, I hope he could be back. Do you, is, could he be back or am, am, is that not? He's going to be expensive. So signing Springer like that, that deal probably doesn't help. Springer. Who's much. Springer? Who's yeah. I, yeah. Good question. We don't want to. We don't want to talk about that because I honestly haven't heard anything. Like no. I haven't heard anything. No, it's like he died. Yeah, that's what I literally said to you. I think I texted you that today. I was like, "Who? Who's Joy Springer?" Joe, I, I before we move on from the Jays because I saw this on Twitter. And I thought it was an interesting perspective because yeah, as you said, Jays fans are not happy right now. The bullpen um, in April was just fantastic, yeah. right? Just, just like a two ERA. Real. Like yeah. a two ERA. Where, where that was like we, was probably that, a strong point. Was it? Or was that just kind of a fluke and not sustainable and the, the bullpen was just saving our asses? Like, was this just doomed and the bullpen just got hot? Or like, is the well, bullpen like not you- doing what it was? And like, I just don't know because, man, today was just a wreck. Um, the last last game was was just a wreck in the ninth inning. Just like we're just giving away games at this point. So Where I don't know if anyone, are you on that? Did you watch the game? I believe it was yesterday. It was last game where they just walked in. Yeah, they in walked the in. Inning. They walked in. They yeah. walked in two players yeah. in a row. Yeah, and Montoya. Just... Do you see his quote? Team. I know you saw his quote after the game, yeah. right? He's like, "Good work, team. We have a fight. We got battle." Yeah. Like, do you know how many teams? To- do you know how many teams? Would have just just packed it up, but I'm I'm just so incredibly proud of these guys. And here, listen, they all got participation medals, and they all got orange slices, and and they all got a pat on the back because they tried hard. I'll tell you I'll tell you something. Back when Josh Donaldson was our Josh Donaldson MVP, MVP. Josh Donaldson MVP, he said this is the this isn't the tri league. This is the get it done league. Okay. I think if Josh Donaldson was in this locker room right now, he would, Montoya have, Montoya. would, would have like a bat in the head. Yeah. I think yeah. if like he had this attitude while well, Josh Donaldson and Bautista and Carnassian, like all those pros, those, those vets, big high energy fellas. Yeah. They would yeah, not have think, had that. No, they would absolutely not have had that. So I think 
maybe because they're younger guys, he kind of wants to keep their confidence We've talked up. about coaching and stuff, but like there's a point where like that becomes just like loser pathetic energy. And like, that's what I read. That's what I read today. It's like, okay, if, if that just like, if that happened after like a, after like a, a six game winning streak. Yeah. Good. You, you fought back. We're on a six game losing streak here, Montoya. And like these, the reason why we're losing is not because we can't put the bat to the ball. It's because these, these, these decisions that are being made. And I, and I say that intentionally because Whereas P. Walker in this situation, but again, as you said, he's Montoya is the, is the final decision maker. Yeah, I, it's the quote was not great. It wasn't received well, and I know he isn't a great speaker, but you gotta have you gotta have some gall to say that after a a two after a six game losing streak. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. So another note on the Jays before we we kind of wrap up, but um, Alec Manoa is coming up this Wednesday and he's looked awesome. Awesome. So far people are happy so, with this guy. Are you, are you yeah. pretty fired up? Oh, I'm, I'm fired up, especially with just the lack of Pearson right now. Like, yeah, we need, I'm him, excited eh? to see. Yeah. We needed like that. Yeah, man. I'm, I need, I need a, I need a fun Jay's prospect. We need a little, yeah. yeah we need some injection into this yeah. team right now yeah. because we're on a skid. Vladdy's doing everything he can. Tay Oscar's. Are you, balls around. are you is looking good? Ryu, sorry, my Ryu is Ryu. so cute. I love him. I, I'm consistent. If I'm a, oh man, I'm getting a I'm getting a Ryu jersey. Um, Are you? Oh, 100 percent. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Jays and they have, like I said, they have they're still at 500. To be fair, they've had like one of, if not the hardest schedule to date. So I think I think we're on a still an okay track. But yeah. we got a series against the Yankees coming up this week, starting tomorrow. So hopefully, hopefully we can turn around. We've had some good luck against the Yankees so far this year. Hopefully we don't have to run into Garrett Cole. We probably will, but hopefully we don't have to. Um, and yeah, Simon, Jacob. Before we finish, really quickly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Knight, who is now the third goalie that's been used by Florida, mm-hmm. um, has forced a game six. So, hey, maybe by the end of this, uh, maybe by the next pod, Florida comes out of that and against Tampa, which would be really, really cool. Which would be cool. But, be cool. Uh, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, uh, everyone. I, I, we appreciate it. Um, we uh, It's a really fun time, really busy time um, right now, just with the, the NBA playoffs. Don't worry, content's going to be coming about that. Um, next podcast, when the, when the first series is, or the, the initial series is get on, with it mm-hmm. um but as we progress through uh the end of the nba uh, playoffs and and the, and the and the and the stanley cup playoffs hopefully we're gonna be having some awesome guests some interviews um you know sherman and i are going to be exploring different ways to engage with um listeners and that'd be really really fun so uh both jacob and i really appreciate uh, you listening um and yeah thanks for uh thanks for sticking around and uh go leaves go